Hello and welcome to the Voices of the Potomac podcast by the Meeting Professionals International Potomac Chapter. On our twice monthly podcasts, you will hear from MPI chapter and global leaders, as well as industry experts speaking on all things related to meetings and events. Our podcasts are released on the first and third Wednesday of each month, so set those reminders and be in the know. This week's episode, I'm very grateful to have Linda Rozak Burton, the founder of DRW Coaching, an executive coach, keynote speaker, and an author. Linda, welcome to our humble little podcast. Thank you, Troy, and I am grateful to be here with you today. Fantastic. Well, gratitude is something that I think we all need to learn a little bit more about. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to sort of, as we, especially, you know, the, the meetings industry and how we've come out of the last two years and how we're working with each other again, and we're getting face-to-face time and, and dealing with vendors and suppliers mm-hmm. and attendees and keynote speakers. And, and I think gratitude is the word of the day for at least the next year or so to, to, yeah. to make everybody happy and bring us out of this. So tell yeah. us what, what is gratitude exactly? How do you define gratitude? Yeah, well, the most recognized definition is an affirmation of goodness and a recognition of goodness outside of ourselves. So it's an emotion. Um, it is, in fact, uh, we hear terms such as benefactor, beneficiary, gift, and giver. So it really is acknowledging what is good in life. Um, you know, we have this built-in negativity bias that has kept us alive as a civilization. And, and so for us to recognize what's going wrong is always going to be our default. And gratitude allows us to make that shift from what what is working well and you know you bring up the the last two years and my goodness what you what the industry has gone through because of the pandemic uh, really turned things upside down so it could have been very hard for someone to see what good is there in this but I believe there's also an always a silver lining and we may not be able to see that right when when we're in the throes of of chaos or, or even suffering. But the research shows that if we are able to just begin to think about what might be going well, that it helps, it helps from a mental health perspective. You know, we, lo- we lower our levels of depression. It's an excellent coping skill for our anxiety. And, you know, we've all experienced some form of grief because of the pandemic. Um, And it really can help us heal through that process. Nothing overnight, no silver bullet, no magic wand, right? Uh, It takes practice, which is really part of the the research that we see on gratitude is that we need to cultivate and sustain a practice of gratitude. So, you know, it's been with us all our life, right? Some of the first words we said as little kids was thank you because our parent or some guardian was saying, what do you say? <laughs> Somebody gives you something. <laughs> and, and it's an important, um, important value. Roman philosopher Cicero considered it the parent of all virtues. A wonderful thing about gratitude is that it in, engages our mind in three ways. We intellectually recognize that we're receiving a gift, whether it's from 
a, uh, an experience in nature or somebody has done something kind or generous towards us. Maybe, maybe a coworker helped us with something that we were really struggling with. So we intellectually recognize the gift and we're able to, to um, emotionally appreciate that we are the recipient, the benefactor of something. And then the third way that it engages our mind is that we willingly acknowledge the gift. And that third step right there is very, very difficult. We have a, what we call in the US uh, a gratitude gap. So most of us really believe we are grateful, but when it comes to actually expressing it or showing um, gratitude in some way, you know, it's it, the, there's 24 seven distractions, the phone rings, the text message, the meeting renouncement. So it really, hence comes the ability to sustain a practice. So we get all the wonderful health and well-being benefits that early research showed was a part of, was an outcome of the practice. That, that's, that's brilliant. I love that, the explanation of the, the sort of three recognitions. And, and I think, you know, I've, I've got a mother-in-law who's um, of Asian descent from, from Hong Kong. And when we've got a family gathering or something and, and when they receive a gift, it's given with two hands, it's taken with two hands, just that simple, that's that, yeah. exactly what you're saying, that acknowledgement. It's not yes. just here's the gift, it's the thank you as well. Yes, yeah. Yeah, very yeah. Well, well. you know, you, and you bring up an interesting um, topic, and that is when we express gratitude to individuals or we receive, there are, there are cultural differences that we need to be aware of. You know, some people are, are open and able to accept something publicly but then there are others that would rather have a very one-on-one -on -one or, or maybe even a handwritten note expressing what we're grateful for so it's you bring up a, an important topic about how different um, cultures respond as as the example that you just gave yeah it's interesting this podcast originally when it started was was going to be all about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I think you're hitting that nail on the head. It, it is like, this is a big part of it is the grit, the, the being grat yeah. grateful and the gratitude that goes along with that. I think the other thing that I noticed that you, as you sort of described gratitude and gave examples was, you know, that, that sort of give and receive, that is, that is what we do as meeting planners. And we bring people together yeah. to give a gift if it's a scientific um association meeting there's somebody there that's presenting their paper and the gratitude they were receiving was mm. either they would get funding from the nih yeah. or something you know so it's like um and then their peers being able to give them feedback and thank you for presenting that and ultimately making the world a better place if you actually experience somebody expressing gratitude to someone else or even receiving that, we have these mirror neurons. So it's, it's, it's we feel that same sense of, um, of elation that the giver and the receiver are experiencing. And, and you know, if we're able to accept where they are at the moment, Eventually, um, and I've seen this happen in, in the huddles that I do with, with a team, if, if you ask somebody to mention one thing that they're grateful for, there are some people that are absolutely 
stumped. They are without a response. And that's okay. It's not to make them feel uncomfortable. But by the time we go around the huddle, those individuals that couldn't bring anything to their mind quickly now have thought of something that they want to share. And again, that's just how we're wired. We are wired to, to, to see what's not working well. Um, and if we take a step back, if we interrupt that way of thinking, we can move into what I call the sage brain, um, into an area that allows us to experience what positive emotion we felt during the day, or did somebody make us laugh? Did we see a beautiful sunrise? And that that's awe, that's the positive relationship, positive emotion of, of, of awe. The good news about the positive emotions is we experience them more often, such as gratitude, and, but they're pretty fleeting. And right. if we experience a negative emotion like anger or frustration or, um, those negative emotions are very sticky. They stay with us for a longer period of time. So part of our practice is to recognize and build on the positive emotions, such as gratitude, kindness, generosity, humor, um, reflecting on them to, to, to really recognize, you know, we are experiencing more positive emotions than we are the negative really opens up and it makes me think of sort of our pre-show discussion when you and I were sort of just chatting uh, before we went live. Um, you were talking about how we're naturally sort of over through years of us being on this planet, we're naturally um, self-preservation. Yeah. Kind of built puts those negativity walls That's yep, right. Built yeah. so, negativity. Because we're yeah. trying to protect ourselves. It's not that we're we're doing this out of malice or, or consciously. It's it's just something we need to break within ourselves to, to learn. And I think you're right when you mentioned even children. I have eight-year-old twins. And so, you know, trying to keep them gratitude in, that, that in their forefront and being thankful and gracious yeah, yeah. about everything. Um, what can you, is there a couple of like little nuggets of information that you can share that will help somebody that might have, be having a revelation like, oh my goodness, yeah, you know what? I do sort of have a glass is half empty approach to, to people that maybe are being gracious or thankful towards me and I'm not mm -hmm. giving them that mm -hmm. full return. Yeah. Well, so I, I put that into the responsive category and that is sometimes for a variety of reasons, we are not able to accept somebody's expression of gratitude or, or you know, saying, genuinely saying, thank you for helping me with whatever. Um, and, and there's probably, you know, multiple reasons why people have a hard time accepting it. One could be the imposter syndrome. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, you did that for me, but I, I really don't deserve that. Or I, you, you know, you think I'm a really smart person to do that for you, but I'm really not. Um, I'm also seeing a lot of um, non-contributor guilt and, and by people that, you know, they really haven't been impacted hard by the pandemic. In healthcare, maybe maybe the um, the clinicians really didn't do anything with COVID patients, or maybe they didn't lose any coworkers, and so they feel that they haven't contributed enough. So don't thank me as a clinician 
because I really didn't have the same impact that maybe one of their their coworkers went through. And so when, when we have a hard time receiving an expression of gratitude, one of the best ways to approach that is to think, what does that say about the individual that is expressing gratitude to me? What does that say about their character? You know, they, they, they are a, a kind individual. They're, they're open to trying to understand what, what it's like to walk in my shoes. And so um, we, if, if we have to deflect it, we can think about what does that say about the individual expressing gratitude to us. Um, and, and then I would also recommend that you take a step back and you think about, you know, what are the other things that, that people have thanked you for that they see the goodness in you that sometimes might be really hard for us to see in ourselves. Um, and I think we are very good at self-criticizing and, yeah. you know, the, the, you know, we need some self-compassion. The actual flip side of self-compassion is self-gratitude. And some people have argued that uh, with me, that that's, you know, that's letting the ego come into it. But we should really find time to be grateful for the strengths that we have, that either we came into the world with or that we've developed and how that has supported people that are in our families, our loved ones, our coworkers, our community. I had an aha moment while you were talking there about self-gratitude. Okay. I've never thought about that. I think really kind of telling myself to think about that. You know, I'm always, you know, I'll, I'll try to high, be a high achiever. And so it's, oh, you could have done better at this. Yes. That self-criticism, right? Oh, you didn't make it to the gym this morning. You know, those things, but where is the thank you, Troy, for getting to the gym this morning? Like, yes. that's pretty simple. Oh, man, I'm going to absolutely put that in that's my, great. my daily. That's great. Daily. Yeah. So, oh, we, yes, absolutely. In fact, I have a, a one exercise that I have is if you know, if you look at your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, what aspect of your health can you be grateful for? Right, because we're always picking it apart, um, and you know, I we my 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 coaching is really a strength based coaching. So you have strengths, Troy, that you bring to your coworkers, to your organization, to your family, community, and that those strengths really allow other people to be in a better place. You know, to to do their job even better. So yes, we. Self-gratitude is a good thing in my book. <laughs> That's awesome. That is absolutely fantastic. Give us some examples of some other things that we can be better about practicing gratitude throughout our daily routine. What are the sort of maybe one, two, three steps that we can take to be better at that? Well, one is to create what I some sort of ritual, some, whether it's a, a calendar reminder right? Or um, visuals that we put up in front of our line of vision where we will come across it. And so one at a very basic level, very kind of first floor level is, can you take 30 seconds before you walk into your office, before you, before you start the car and reflect on 
a good thing that that has happened to you that you feel grateful towards. And so this is just reflection. It can be 30 seconds, it can be two minutes, it can be sitting on the back deck at the end of a busy day, right? And, and just taking two minutes to really think about what, what am I grateful for? And, and mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a prescription that I have in any way that we reflect. One is to be very specific about what we're grateful for. Was it someone's behavior? Was it an experience that we had? And then to, exp to tell, talk to ourselves or write down or express um, how we benefited and why it's meaningful. So when you think about writing a thank you note, right? Sometimes that note card is blank for the longest period of time. Yeah. What is it that I'm being grateful for? And why, why is it so meaningful? <laughs> me and then how have I benefited by that or how can I benefit from that so it can be that quiet reflection it can be a micro practice which I use with a lot of my clients so before you start a zoom call or before you walk into a meeting before you walk into uh, into a um, meeting with a customer before you walk into a patient's room can you take 30 seconds and think about why are you grateful for the people you're meeting with? Why are you grateful to have the opportunity to meet with your customer or your member, right? And that just shifts where we're thinking. So those micro practices can be when we brush our teeth or when we're on hold or when we're in line for a Starbucks, whatever that might be. Those micro practices that we have them throughout the day um, and it just becomes a, a, a habit that, oh, I'm in line. So I'm going to take 30 seconds and think about someone I'm, I'm grateful for or something. It's almost that same as meditation. And we all want more meditation in our yes. life. So when you're taking that moment to just think, like you said, in that Starbucks line, it doesn't have to be a half hour carved out of your day or an hour. It, it can be that moment right. and, and just really grabbing that moment and, and and holding on to some gratitude or, right. or releasing some gratitude into the universe, right. I think right. is, is wonderful. Ooh. Well, Linda, it's been amazing talking to you. We're kind of coming to the end here, but um, tell people, I know you said you were going to be speaking at a TED Talks conference. Um, how can people watch that? Or, and then how can people get in touch with you if they, if they want to have you as a speaker or, or just learn more about, uh, about being grateful and gratitude and yeah, thank you. Well, so the, the filming of the TED talk, TEDx talk will be sometime in the fall. It's going to be late October or, or the 1st of November. And we're waiting now to, to hear about where that is actually going to be filmed. So as soon as that's filmed, I'm able to share that. Um, they can reach me and look at the, there's a lot of resources on my website, which is drwcoaching.com. Um, and they could go to Amazon and look at Gratitude Heals, which is a journal of in, for inspiration and guidance. Um, that's available to everybody. And uh, anything on the website that, that you have a question or you want to reach out to me, my email is, um, is on the website as well. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Linda. I really appreciate you reaching out to our chapter and wanting to share gratitude and some tips of how we can be better at everything we do every day and keep bringing people together. Thank you, Troy. It's been a, it's been a pleasure and, and really nice to get to know you through this process.
Absolutely. Uh, myself as well. Maybe we'll get together next time I'm in DC. That would be awesome. Fantastic. You have a wonderful rest of your evening and thank you so much for coming thank on you. our podcast. Thank you. Take care. And with that, I want to thank each and every one of our listeners. We have listeners from all around the world that are tuning into this podcast that we do on the first and third Wednesday of each month. So set those reminders and be in the know.